So like so like I was saying the other day, like so me and my daughter were just sitting down watching the movie, and she got really scared. Pedophile. <laughs> you ruined my joke. You ruined. Oh damn my... it! Okay, I'm starting. I was over. just like I was just, starting over. I was just pointing the finger accusatorily <laughs> at you right away because as you do every week. Yeah. <clears throat> anyway, so Adam, like I was saying yes. the other night, I was just sitting down on the, on the couch watching the movie with uh, my daughter, and she got really scared. And she's like, Daddy, is that woman going to die? Oh. And I tell her. <laughs> and I tell her, God damn it. <laughs> okay, I got I to gotta, I gotta push through. The, the, okay. <laughs> and she goes, Daddy, is that woman going to die? And I tell her, well, so I, based on the size of that horse dick, I, I'm, uh, I'm guessing so. Uh, oh, I, I, I ruined that joke. So it was it was, it was actually on TV or was it right there in your living room that this was happening? <laughs> yes to both. Hey, okay. everybody. I just know that you have a girlfriend now. So, you know, like anything oh, can happen. Oh, man. Now anything can happen at Mike's house. It's all possible now. Whenever there's children around, things go a little crazy. <laughs> Whew, we are what episode back, is this? Finally. This is zero one six eight. Zero two. Zero one two nine. What? Like that. Two one eight. That's what it was because we yes made a comment about. I'm not zero, even one hundred percent sure. Zero one six eight. That was you're so far off. <laughs> yeah, I don't know where I got that one. Uh, welcome, welcome to 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 the skinny with Mike and Adam. This is our second. No, this is our first official show into the new year. Damn we're, straight. We're actually we put this 2016 in, in the past. Mm-hmm. Burned it alive. We'll where never it ever talk about any of those songs or albums ever again. Damn straight. Mm. Because all I do is listen to older music now. <laughs> That's all we do in music the, on from, this show. Yes. Mm-hmm. Nothing but things from 2015 or earlier. You know point. what? We should start listening to mu- new music, and you can help us do that. You can go to the skinny with the skinny Facebook page, Facebook.com/skinnywithmikeandadam. We have a top pin post. Damn it, right straight. there in our right there in our timeline. Oh yeah, it's 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 Amazon affiliate link. If you click on that link, if you want to buy anything from Amazon, that link will redirect you to Amazon, and that's all you got to do, baby. But Mike, if I need a refill of my anal lube, yeah, can I get that through the Skinny with Mike and Adam link to Amazon? Surprisingly, I know the actual answer to this to the, to, to to this question. Yes, you can, Adam. Yes, yes, you can. They have plenty. Variety of different anal loops Good. on Amazon.com. Now, you Mike, can... if I also need to purchase a lot of toilet tissue to clean up my anal lube stains, to clean up the Santorum, can the Santorum? Yes, can I purchase that through Amazon.com, Adam? But through like, the link. Were you paying attention to the last two minutes of this podcast? No. <laughs> well, let me explain it to you again. You go to the Skinny with Mike and Adam's Facebook page. At Facebook.com, such as Skinny with Mike and Adam, check out our Amazon affiliate page. That will redirect you to Amazon. And that's all you got to do. Go do your shopping. But do it through there. That will help us out. That will give us a kickback from the Amazon, our Amazon overlords. And we can afford money for new music yes. <laughs> in 2017. <laughs> we need so much money to buy our music. So much music. Now, have we been kicked back yet? I don't is know it, yet. 
Is it like getting kicked by a horse? Usually the they send you an email that's like, hey, oh. these are your earnings for, for this. Okay. So help us well, out, guys. We have a lot of plans for 2017. We want to do like... Um, we want we want we want we want to do stuff outside of the podcast realm, you know things like documentaries. Like we've already mockumentaries. been we've been in contact with Rainbow and uh, and what's his name? Um, Makayla. Makayla Chandler. Makayla um, Chandler. <clears throat> he's Rainbow Sprinkles growing a mustache. I hear that that is a good thing. Um, <laughs> I also heard that he's only wearing tiny gym shorts now. Oh, because he's so proud of how good how he looks post surgery. Yeah. That's post, awesome. Post surgery, so I mean they're they're ready to like tell their story. You know what? And the Rainbow only... Sprinkle, if you're listening, and I know you are, you can get tiny gym shorts, plenty of them, on Amazon.com. That's right. Okay, so I that's like, enough harping like on Amazon.com. Story. Please help us out if you can. <laughs> uh, if you're just going to do your regular shopping, it would really help us out if you just if you, if you use our Amazon affiliate paid link over on our Facebook page. That will help us out tremendously. My wife figured forward. out a way. Oh. To do it, oh, and she's going to do it now. <gasps> so, because we, I mean, most of my paycheck goes to Amazon <laughs> every other week. Well, that's good. That's <laughs> so, good. you know, at least this would help us. Until, yeah, you get some extent. of that money back, baby. At least a, a dollar or two. I hope mm-hmm. that's Maybe. good. Yeah, Maybe. any 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 little bit helps, and if all that stuff accumulates, uh, you know, throughout the year, then we'll, we'll we'll it'll definitely help us with our projects. We can we can get new equipment. We can get uh, stuff. You know, outside of podcasting that we might that we might need going forward, so that would be that, that's going to help us. That's going to help us out a lot, guys. So please do that if you can. Also, go check out themeltingpod.net and shit. There's says, so much happening on themeltingpod.net. There's these so days. much hatred <laughs> and vitriol now, happening on the uh, happening on the meltingpod.net. Now, what happened on our best uh, best songs part one? Part one. Mike said some very choice phrases. What did, I, what did I say? Because I don't really remember. One particular co-host. Um, just that hack fraud was thrown around. Oh, yeah, um, I use that term a certain lot. Certain people I call you a lot. don't <laughs> listen to the show yet. Make comments about our show being uh-huh. shite. So we. So if you check out is it the latest episode, yes, the latest episode of Shit Rick Says or Shenanigans on iTunes, you're, you're, you're going to get an awesome little uh, uh, little intro. With uh, you know, one Stone Cold Steve Austin, which I know you're very familiar with because you love wrestling. Please tell me the story of what it was, because I'm unaware. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Well, tell me the story of this this call out because I'm very confused as to. I actually no, but, don't okay. remember what Cody said. I I, I, I listened to it. <laughs> he 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 mocked my divorce, which <laughs> which I thought was hilarious. <laughs> well, you got to do that. Well, you gotta. I mean, you do it every day. And Rick you, you make sure man? every single day to text me like, hey, no one loves you, <laughs> especially your ex-wife. No one ever will. <laughs> Never forget. <laughs> oh, yeah. So help us out on Amazon. That'll give us plane tickets to, to Canada <laughs> so we can go so we can go point our fingers directly in Cody's face and like, stop it. It was a good time. It was a, it was a good rousing. Yeah. Is that the proper term? It was a good rousing. What, what is the Canadian term for being roughed up by a fellow Canadian? Uh, I've been jimmied. Jimmied? Yeah. I've been moose knuckled. I've been moose knuckled. <laughs> <laughs> I've been Canada goose pecked. <laughs> they had it's a, more like a slight little peck on the cheek. Like, I guess so. They had a fun discussion about like, you know, corporate America. Corporate Canada yes. tearing down whatever. I don't know what goes on up there in Toronto, but man. But it really makes Rick mad. It really does. He yeah. posted on Facebook today about seeing some some fairy girl who he could tell wasn't <laughs> called by her real name. Sure. Who farted rainbows. 
And I'm like, Rick, where I are you going to find these people? Some advice for you, because apparently all these people make you upset simply by existing. <laughs> Don't interact with them. That's all you gotta he do. He can't dude. help it. They're drawn to him because, <laughs> as he said, he's gotten more vagina in the last like two days. And we more head than your neck. That's right. Common he's phrase. Like, I haven't been. I haven't had sex today. <laughs> in I days i haven't had sex in day <laughs> in a day so obviously i mean these people are drawn to him mm. i don't know if it's just the beard or just the magnetic charisma that is all of the rick. above but if you want to know all about rick and the things that he says <laughs> you should go check out shit rick says oh uh, you can and, and you can shit and, and you can check out all the links and all the all the all the <clears throat> redirects over on the uh, meltingpod.net. So we have a very busy episode to get through this week. We should do that. Canada Goose Peck. <laughs> Take us away, baby. <laughs> All right, so I don't have the Facebook thing open right now. I should have done that. But, Why do you never have the Facebook thing open? Oh, uh, you know me. Oh, there it is. Oh, Adam. So while I'm while I'm doing this, how how has your week been? Are you gonna troll my Facebook wall? No, I'm not gonna troll your oh, Facebook okay. wall unless you want me to. <laughs> you can, I guess, if you want. Well, that'd to. be fun. <laughs> um, let's see. I went to work. They forced me to only work forty hours this week. Only. And then I I came home. Oh. <laughs> and then I I watched. Oh, I'm catching up on the World Series. Oh yes, because I, I don't know what happened of years of year past of year past. So today, since I was by myself for majority of the day, I got to watch all of Game One of the World Series from 2016 That's... between my Chicago Cubs and the the Cleveland Indians. Oh, so I sat and watched for two hours and forty minutes by myself, yes, pitch by pitch by pitch, and so it was the, wonderful. The, and so the, the Cubs, Cubs lost Cubs six to nothing. So versus the Indians, huh? The Cubs lost six to nothing, so you know I'm I'm, I'm a little down. I, I, I'm I'm a little pessimistic, mm. but you know I'm calling it right now. The Toronto Blue Jays are going to win the World Series. <laughs> I'm going to call it right now. Indians sweep, sweep four games. <laughs> so next Friday, I'm going to watch Game Two. Okay, and I'll just see what happens. It'll, it might take seven weeks until I, I finally know the outcome <laughs> yes. of one of the most emotional. Moments of emotionally your life. impactful moments of my life that every time I think back to, you know, causes tears to come to my eyes. But you know, I'll, I'll wait until that day comes around. Yeah, I mean, don't 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 tell me who wins. I'm, I won't. I'm waiting because I thought you were going to sit down and watch all seven games. With I would me. love that. Okay, that's a lot of hours of TV. That is. Yeah, that's literally spend by a night pitch. here by pitch. Yeah. <laughs> if you miss a pitch, I'm going to pause it and then I'm going to make you come back and watch the next pitch from the beginning. <laughs> from the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> and you can listen to all the commentary. Adam, shut up. Oh, okay, sorry. We got album announcements to make. <laughs> There's uh, a few. There's a few. We got a few. Uh so, you know, the, we just kind of took a break over the last uh holiday um weeks and stuff. Uh so luckily for us, I mean, that, that's usually like a lull and like um, the news and entertainment news, anyway. So, right. so luckily we, did, we don't have too much to catch up on, but we do have a unless few you're a, a celebrity who happened to be about above sixty, you're probably not going to live very long. <laughs> oh. Episode hashtag ruined episode nine. <laughs> <laughs> well, they can. Oh, yeah, I can't tell you that because you haven't seen Rogue One. Never mind. Uh, damn. Uh, so we got a couple album announcements that got us moderately to. 
to, metaphorically n- no to <laughs> wait we, we, to mildly to moderately mildly to moderately hyped thank you thank yay you. so first one here the dead rabbits well this adam's favorite craig mabbit band 2014 that was my number what on my 2014 I'm list? I'm not wearing my glasses, Adam. Oh, crap. Why do you make me do these things? Because I hung these up for a reason. Oh, I was looking at 2015. That was my... Is it 15 or 14? 14. Okay. That was my number my nine. Glasses on. My number nine album of 2014 yes, was Shapeshifter. The other band from one Craig Mabbitt, as made famous by the Escape the Fates. The better band. <laughs> this is the better band. This is the Escape the Fate yes. is the worst band. Escape the Fate is the one that makes the, the money. It's the one that pays the bills. Yes. Uh, this is his uh, like you know post hardcore kind of screamo band, like what stuff that fits the style a little bit more. Yes, posted a little teaser video over on Fate, uh, over on uh, over, over on all the Instagrams. Was there Just, sound? Was there sound on it? I didn't listen to it with sound. Yeah, it's like it's like you know musical. Play it now. Mu sure. Oh, Tim Burton. Do, do, do. Making Christmas Making Christmas, Christmas Part 2 So It's very Donnie it's, Darko It's though. very Donnie Darko Oh Kind of sounds like Escape the Fate I'm scared <gasps> I'm nervous So the so the video just a chorus That's one chorus okay, One little chorus of a uh, and then the words "dead again," which I believe would probably be either be the single mm-hmm. or the name of this album, and then a date, January twenty fourth. Twenty fourth. So we still got some time to wait. That's why I wasn't going to hype this already. But do you think it's the single, or do you think it's, it's the gonna, album announcement? It's going to be the single and the album announcement. Do Do you think "dead again" is the album that's going to come out on the twenty fourth? As long as it's not "dead trees again," I'm fine. Oh. <laughs> Hashtag from first to last. Anti hype. <laughs> uh, so this <laughs> this is an album. Yes. This is an album that I'm definitely going to listen to because I do enjoy this band. We this saw them live last twice. year. Twice. Unintentionally. Unintentionally. <laughs> uh, souvenirs uh, announced. Uh, very kind of a kind of shadow drop. Boom. Right. Shadow drop. Uh, posture of apology. That's going to be coming out on January twentieth, right? And they waited until January tenth to announce this album. Well, you know that they need weird. to give they need to give their fans all four of them ample time <laughs> to clear their schedule. I was going to say, click on this band's Facebook and see how many likes they have. Sure, this band is opening for AFI on their tour. Yeah, <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> More on AFI a little bit later. Oh, yeah. Sorry, we forgot. Um, how many likes does this band have? I don't know, but they are definitely <laughs> opening for scroll, AFI. Scroll up. Oh, Facebook changed everything about oh, what their the? layout. It doesn't show there. Oh, man. Their, their click, click things. Or, or hover over the liked. Oh, oh. Scrolling We're up. Liked. Oh. Hmm. Okay, hmm. well, apparently you can't tell anymore. Do you remember what how many likes were on this? No, I never guys? looked, but I don't think anybody likes this band. <laughs> but <laughs> That's mean. Because we saw them opening for Man Overboard. And Senses Fail. Well, yeah, Man Overboard first. Yes. That was how we came to know this band. And like, I, I researched them at the time, and it's just like, oh, we're we're playing. They were they played on some big festivals. Conf- then it was just random pictures of them next to you know trees. Confirmed, five hundred five fifty nine people like souvenirs on Facebook. Wow, and they get get to open for AFI. Yep, <laughs> we almost have five hundred and fifty nine likes on Facebook. Well, we have ninety six. Getting there. <laughs> Some very, very close, guys. If we would just boost our post more, we get to pay we'll money, pays Facebook to give to give us likes. No, yeah. thank you. Uh, so I it think that is else. all of the album announcements. Uh, so I'm sorry. Are, are you? Are you? 
I'm hyped. hyped. They played one of the songs when we saw them open for Census Fail back in oh, July. They did. And, and, it, and it got a polite applause. Like, well done, guys. Well yeah, done. Yeah. Can you guys put Census Fail on now? <laughs> I'm uh, ready to have my face ripped off. <laughs> so we got a couple um, big stories here. A couple this, ba- of... this band is considered post-emo? No. Emo Revival. That's what it is. Yes. Emo Revival souvenirs. I'm still looking forward to it. They, I mean, their album was decent. Fair. Fair. Five out of 11. It was an album. It was an album. Uh, so we got a couple new stories really quick. I think we'll do this one first. Do so it. for the second time in this band's history, uh, one, not Caleb Shomo, Austin Carlisle <laughs> was, uh, was as left of Mice and Men. He is the front man. He was the well, founder is... of this band before he got kicked out for drama purposes. Uh, and then he was let back in right before the band went into the studio right. for their second album. And then Shaylee... Eventually left to form Dayshell. Yes. Marietta's finest. Marietta's finest. <laughs> <laughs> and now Austin Carlisle says my Marfan's disease is just too much. And, you know, the band posted a giant statement. Austin Carlisle posted a giant statement. It's so tiny. If anybody can read all of that, yeah. good luck. <laughs> and, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm having trouble reading this with my glasses on. And, like, so whatever. But it, it all just kind of boils down to health reasons he's unable to continue this has kind of been the screaming la- and touring and the last couple of weeks have been long statements by band members yes i don't know why everybody thinks i need to write a novel to announce i'm leaving a band passionate fans very passionate oh, so i the mean best fans we were kind of, i was kind of surprised this didn't happen sooner but you know we've already discussed how of mice and men apparently nobody likes uh number one worst album of 2016 Per half of this podcast. Was it your number one worst? My, no, I'm sorry. Number two. Ah! I don't even remember my own list. Lister, right in front of you, Mike. <laughs> right in front of your face. <laughs> number 49 out of 54 for one Adam Gort. So that would make them my fifth worst yeah, album of the year. <laughs> exactly. Sixth. Uh, but yeah, we, we are not fans of We're this band. Fans. You know, they just kind of have a... They just kind of have a history because they're you know, they're one of the most popular bands in the music scene. Scene queens. In the scene queens. <laughs> but, you know, but regardless of that, like, uh, you know, wish Austin Carlyle the best. Get your health under control. Uh, I'm still going to make fun of your band. No um, matter what band it is. I, maybe Of Mice and Men will come out with an incredible album now. Oh. That doesn't sound like Mudvayne. Oh. Well, now they have to sound like Mudvayne because then I want to make fun of them. Well, maybe it's time for things to change. Enough time. is enough, and it's time for a change. Number one album of 2018 Ooh. of Mice and Men. Adam's calling it right here. That's a bold <laughs> statement, my friend. Bold. I know. Uh, so we got another uh, lead singer leaving the leaving a band. You better get the name of this band right, because I know you were trolling me by typing out the the. Oh my! No <laughs> shit! You, actually, I'm, you're officially trolling me now. No, no, no. That to was, mess with this. No, that was actually an accident. I'm sorry. <laughs> Crown Mike, the Empire. Mike posted this news. In our in our <laughs> j- shared group. page, yeah. and put looks like the lead singer of Capture the Crown is quitting the band. <laughs> I actually did not. I honest, honest to goodness, no joke. I did not mean to do that. <laughs> I keep if, getting this band. If you listen to all of our past podcasts, you've messed them up so many Every times. Every single even, fucking time. Even when you said they were like the worst album of the year, you said Capture the Crown's <laughs> new album was the worst album of the year. <laughs> if they just if they can just like switch, I'd have no problem with that. But, but what's awesome here is that crown the empire. Yes, yes. They have, um, they have, uh, they have kind of been uh, in the news cycle the last couple of weeks. People are they're they're from they're the milli vanilli of our generation. It all started 
um, like a couple of weeks ago when somebody from a member of the band posted on Instagram like a picture of like, hey, I'm writing music in the studio. And then people were commenting on like, what's the name on the last album? Retrograde. Retrograde. People it's right were in front of you. Adam, I'm not looking at the list anymore. <laughs> okay, sorry. Uh, but uh, uh, people were commenting on like, you know, oh, I like this album. I don't like this album. The The person who posted that stated very clearly in the Instagram post, yeah, I'm not a fan of that. That album is trash. And, you know, we, I'm not proud of it at all because, like, it was rushed and we right. didn't write it. Right. And the, it was, we, we were locked out of the creative side of oh it. Oh, my God. I know. I was like, what? So, I mean, that was an eye-opener. And that was just Mike's post. But yeah. anyway, what did Dave Escamilia have to say? <laughs> he also said it was trash and he wasn't proud of it. But, uh, uh, yeah, lead singer and uh, I think rhythm guitarist Dave Escamilia left, Good. voluntarily left the band. He he was not one of the founding members, I no. came to learn. He was invited into the band right before the Runaways album, I think it was. Right, yeah. Um, just to be the the other singer. Mm-hmm. So, they, uh, so after that, he kind of... Posted another really long um, oh manifesto. They're all yeah about like the recent history of Crown the Empire, and yes, <laughs> I had, they didn't I had say to, anything about self help when we saw them there. No, not at all. But uh, <laughs> but he but he wanted to talk about how pretty much the record company and the producers of of pretty much ghost written for them. They the had a creative items. consultant. Creative consultant, and he is he is credited. Yes. The, on the album as just a creative consultant. Yeah, but basically, according to to Dave, um, I mean, he they basically wrote all of the last album, and the band was locked out of the studio. Yeah. during the creating process, this doesn't make any sense. How could how can this be this is, a real thing? Well, this is this is I I feel like cause, you know cause they're they're a band that like really like for the last couple of years have flaunted their image, right? And, like, and they changed from matching being, outfits and things like that. You know? Yeah, and, and they changed from being like you know. We're all like rebellious youths trying to fight for justice. Yeah, into like color me bad wannabes. Basically, on this most yeah. recent album with shiny jackets with shoulder pads, and it really f- and it and and and, and it's kind w- of my fear um, since the last album, retrograde. No, the one before that, rise of the runaways. That one. It's, it, you, even even then. They had this air about them about like, oh, these are a bunch of tryhards <laughs> trying to like be the next big thing. But now, according to this like ex- 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 expose uh, by, <laughs> the lead, by, by the lead singer of the band, like right. it, it, apparently it's all just been an artificial kind of product <laughs> by the, by the, by the label. and By crazy, Rise Records. By this is Rise. Rise Records. How did Rise Records get away with this? They're, it's I not know. like they're freaking Warner Brothers or something like that. That's, it this seems is... like uh, – you know what? It kind of sounds like they were – they were like putting him on this pedestal to get signed and to get sold to yes. maybe to a major label or something. Because Rise Records would make a lot of money by right. selling the music rights to something like Warner Brothers or something. I doubt that Retrograde was like the greatest selling album of all time. Because or anything. it wasn't, and it was trash. And it, even the band members know it's trash. Now they agree. <laughs> well, yeah. They're, they're, <laughs> when the album came out, it was like, this is the greatest thing. Aren't you so happy that we changed our style? Aren't we creative now? And it turns out it was just the creative consultant. Oh, those are creative. definitely prepared statements by I their know. manager or the, you know, the fake manager uh, that they were probably given. And then, you know, the dude talked about his, his drug use and yeah, his partying lifestyle. Yeah. So all of this just kind of, it, 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 all this mixed together just turns into a bad recipe for a failure, for a band that's like destined for failure. You know, it's it's, yep. it's a band that was created. It seems like they were together for all the wrong reasons. They were writing an album for all the wrong reasons, and it just kind of just backfired. And he doesn't want any part of it anymore. So, so he dropped out. I, he dropped out back in November. Yeah, like he took and, his name off of the you know t- 
Twitter and all that crap. Yeah, and so like he just now officially uh, um, uh, announced it just a, you know a, a week ago. But the band is ready to move on, move forward They're into their new chapter, going on tour with <laughs> I think Pierce the Veil probably very soon. Why not? So sure, those bands aren't anything alike <laughs> because you know they got to still make that money, baby. <laughs> Talk about uh, a but band, I, but I still applaud uh, David Escamilla for talk like, about a band with an image. Mm. That some could say was forced. Mm. Absolutely. <laughs> How high can your hair go, Mike Fuentes? <laughs> anyway, so yeah, so but but anyway, I, I do applaud David Escamilla for actually you know taking a stand and saying like I don't want to be a part of this this phony tra- trash anymore. I want to go if I'm going to continue making music, I want to do it the right way. And and, I'm, and I even though I don't feel the album was like a zero. Yeah, I, 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 I still a four out of eleven. I, I talk in, I, I talk in um, hyperbole a lot. It's, it's not the worst album I've ever heard. It was just so formulaic. It was it's, so by the books, by the numbers. It definitely was generic horror. Yeah, the, all the way. The, yeah, the most generic rock but the, album but you the, could the ever pop have songs, nowadays. The pop songs stuck with me. So yeah, I'm just I mean, like, eh, they have. I a, give those a pass. They have a. I mean, I played one of the songs when I was talking about them on my. I know worst album. That so. song. That song rapidly went up my top songs of the year list. Yeah, and it, I mean that. I mean, you're and you are and you are right. Like again, I I speak in hyperbole a lot, but like, you were right. That has a fine chorus. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so let's let's talk about this up and coming band. So this new band uh, from Southern California, they call Northern California. Northern California. They're called they're, they're called a- Afy. A fire inside? Affy. There's another thing that it stands for. Oh, God. What does it say on American the Film Institute? Yes. <laughs> and, oh, man. there's some. There, if you look at the main page for them, it has like another acronym. Oh, really? Besides the, a fire inside? I think so. Where was it at? Oh, oh. anthems for insubordinates. There you go. I never I heard of that one. That. Yeah, me too. I Good thing we didn't that. stick with that one. <laughs> but AFI... Uh, we'll be releasing their 10th album. It's a self-titled album, but they're going to be dubbing it The Blood Album uh, this Which Friday. It's very confusing. Very confusing. They also <laughs> it's self-titled, a- guys, but it's called The Blood Album. <laughs> Just so you well, know. they actually did have an album uh, that was unsanctioned by the band, uh, old Nitro Records with their old label when they first mm. started. And they were a punk band, released a compilation album called AFI, which none of the members of the band signed off on. So oh. That so, was a- so when they got sold to DreamWorks uh, for... Uh, Sing the Sorrow, mm-hmm. they released a kind of like, hey, remember, don't forget this band's roots, and they released that thing, and I guess AFI got mad. <laughs> I don't know. It was, it was a it weird was thing. It was a cash grab. It was a cash grab, one. yeah, but that was called AFI, but so, now this is called... So now legally they have to put in parentheses... The Blood Album. Yeah. So uh, this is the 10th album from AFI. Do uh, we start in 1995 with this band? We don't need to go in big detail, because we have... We 95 have, and 96 were their first two albums, yes. and... There's like 20 tracks each on those albums. But the album's like 17 minutes long. <laughs> exactly. They're it all about a, a minute and a half, and they're is. all just shitty songs about like getting haircuts and going to I high school. I don't want to fuck you. I don't want <laughs> to fuck you. I don't want to fuck you. So fuck you. It's beautiful. It's the best song It's the ever. best song on that album. <laughs> Granted, the rest of it is pretty shitty. Answer That and Stay Fashionable was their first album, like you said, in yes. 95. Uh, very proud of you. Followed it up 
1996. There's not too much on that album that really stands out. I don't it's, know. It, it's, it's all very, I mean, if you're familiar with AFI now, you're not familiar with their early stuff from the 90s. It's all just like fast, fast, mm-hmm. loose punk rock. It's just I like, want to go to the car. I want to go to the fart. I want to fart in the car. I want to fart in the car. Yeah. That's it. And then gang vocals repeat. Yep. And solo. No, not a lot of solos. So that band created one of the most successful rock albums <laughs> of all the time. modern. Of the but modern anyway, day. let's start so, with album three. 97, Shut Your Mouth and Open Your Eyes. A big turning point for the band. A little bit. They, they still definitely stay on that punk, hardcore very edge. Very punk. Very short songs, yeah. but somehow the songs got much better. Yeah. They actually tried this time. They really tried. Uh, and, and they kind of it's, also it's turned ahead head going to 99, Black Sails in the Sunset. One of the greatest albums of all time. Wow. Let us not forget what 1999 should have been for me. Mm-hmm. I should have been listening to this instead of Creed. <laughs> Why did you force me to listen to Creed you and know, not AFI? And not Limp Bizkit's and $3 Limp bill, y'all? Exactly. You, this is your fault. I'm sorry. Black Sails in the Sunset is an incredible album. It is a great album. And, you know, that, and, then, and then now they started, in, uh, they started incorporating like dark undertones into Ooh. their music and started... More melodic stuff. More melodic stuff, yeah. And they actually started to sound like a band. Yes. And not just a bunch of kids, which, to be fair, that's what they were. In ninety five and ninety six, the hooks on that album are so good. Really, they good, don't yes. get old. Like seriously, when I was listening to my best albums of all time, I hadn't listened to that album in probably six years. That was around the time that you were introduced to AFI. You introduced them to me in two thousand ten, nine or no, two thousand eight. Okay. 2008, when I said, hey, Mike, can you give me some music to listen to? We'll uh, get there. I like that AFI band. Yeah. And you, and you gave me that album. We'll get there, because that's yes. actually a band that's like very important to how yes. our friendship yes. uh, started to blossom. It's Rise uh, so, Against and AFI. Exactly, we're yeah. talking about AFI. 2000, The Art of Drowning, oh. which is a lot of people's like old school AFI fans. This is, a lot of, this is their favorite album. It's, I haven't re-listened to that one yet. But Day I already know it's of great. The Phoenix. Days of the Phoenix is a great song. Wonderful song. You want to bring it up? No. Okay, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> I, too much editing. Uh, anyway, so. There's a song called Wester in there that's really mm-hmm. good. And this, this this is like goth punk. This is like goth melodic mm-hmm. punk. And, 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 and the band kind of like started forming their image. Uh, Davey Havoc, a very flamboyant lead singer, started dressing like all leather and had oh, like God, that's right. black lipstick. The and Days of the Phoenix video is really weird. Like if you have a leather fetish, <laughs> you're going to love that music video. <laughs> that was in 2000, right? 2000, yeah. And then a so the break. band took a, took a three took a, years, three year break, Ooh. got signed to DreamWorks Records wow. and released Sing the Sorrow in 2003. And murdered half of their fan base. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of like the old school... And I'm just, I'm just gonna say it very narrow, like people who are kind of narrow-minded musically, who are like, oh fuck change, I don't like when things change. And this was like, 2003. This 2003. This, this was, is a lot of people's introduction to this AFI. Was, as soon as I turned on X1039, the Inland Empire's best. I was just like, oh, who's this band? And then I was like, I'm gonna go check out their their video, and I was like, oh, this band is not a band I'm gonna ever like in my entire life. The video for. Girls Not Gray. Girls Not Gray is one of the weirdest music videos of Terrible. recent memory. But uh, I love that song. I love Sing the Sorrow. It's one of my favorite albums of all time. I think it's almost a flawless album. It. I just listened to it the other day. Uh huh. It's the songs don't hold the punch, but the songs are all really good. They're all really. It's good. really weird. I think it needs to be re-released 
with better production. Mm, the production doesn't hold up in the year 20, 2017. Uh, so I think if they were to do that, like do a special edition or something mm-hmm. for Sing the Sorrow, that would, I think that'd sell really well. But they went way dark and they, I mean, much more radio friendly stuff. A lot obviously. less punk. There's punk undertones, especially in some of the non singles. Uh, but uh, I mean, yeah, it's a, it's a lot more radio friendly, a lot more alternative. There's some arena rock in there. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of pop in there as well. Uh, but this is a whole new direction for them, whole new image for the band, uh, and it opened them up to a whole new fan base. And, and that they was the first worldwide, time they became a worldwide phenomenon at that point. And that was the first time I listened to them somewhere around 2003, 2004, when one of my coworkers, who was like a lady in her 30s, yeah, had that album and I borrowed it from her at work mm-hmm. and I listened to it like two or three times. And I was like, Oh, this was really good. Okay. Here you cool. go. Have your album back. So you never, I'll never listen it. to it again <laughs> until like a few years later. So, but I do remember thinking like that album was a lot better than I thought it was going to be. And I thought so. that about that too, because like when girls, not gray came out, I was like, this song's pretty good, but the video is really weird. So I don't know if I want to listen to this. Been... So I finally listened to it like two years later. And I think it was like two years. Yeah. Like Oh five. It was after high school. Uh, so I finally listened to it and I was like, oh, wow, oh, I love this album. And they're releasing another one soon? Yeah, and that's the reason why, because like <laughs> December Underground was coming out. Yes. Speaking of December Underground, three years later, 2006, the hey, multi-platinum... Murder, can I? The hey, multi-platinum selling, murder, December I? Underground, which... I was very lukewarm about you, when I first listened to I, it. I thought you hated that album. I royally. almost did. <laughs> Adam. You're, this was your 20-year-old self. This is my 20-year-old self. You were kind of dumb at the time. Very dumb. <laughs> you were like starting relationships, having babies. Mm. You know, like life was... life was, was, it was a little hectic back then, A little then, hectic, right? you know. But, uh, uh, but December Underground came out. Uh, initially, I was lukewarm, and I think it was also like the, the, uh, the, uh, the second time I banned... Well, the hype too, but the the massive change in style of this band. Mm-hmm. Like they're very arena pop, and they're very. They had broadened their audience quite a bit. Oh yeah, and uh, this, this is like radio friendly to the extreme. Because I remember hearing Miss Murder on the radio and being like, "Oh, AFI is back." Yeah, like this song's pretty good. And then like I didn't listen to that album for what two more years something like that yeah <laughs> i was just like oh i remember afi yeah they're cool <laughs> maybe uh, i'll listen to them someday so a few years later like after adam and i had become friends like he started to like bring me around like no dude december Underground's really good you should listen well to and it. like you you let me borrow it or you gave me a copy of it yeah. or whatever and i fell in love with it oh, very yeah. quickly <laughs> so you started to like like we started to like become friends you know we were in a band together but like you we're really into, like, we're really wanting to get into Rise Against and AFI because you heard yes. them on the radio. And I was Those like, oh, I can two. get you, I can get you all their albums if you like. And I, I remember not liking Sing the Sorrow very much at the time mm-hmm. and thinking, like, like, especially when I absorbed the old albums and then December Underground, like, Sing the Sorrow was, like, not as good. Okay. But it's definitely grown on me now. Yeah. What, nine years later? And now I feel like December Underground is a masterpiece. <laughs> it really, really is. <laughs> it's like, a great, it's a great concept it's great like the, the songs flow so well together I, I think this is like the afi at the height of their power it's one of those things where it's like we're on a major label we have to like make something that makes people feel like they deserve the 20 bucks mm-hmm. they just spent on this album <laughs> yeah. and they actually did it you know yeah, they, and they did it <laughs> there's a few albums out there that actually did that yeah i mean i even though i like miss murder i feel like that's like the weakest song on the album what's the other one on there that was really popular love like winter oh, yeah. i think that might have been the massive hit that was i don't know which one of those i heard first 
But I remember I liked both of them. Okay, that was the last single on that, so it was probably oh, that one. Okay. Uh, so three years later, and I remember seeing them on uh, SNL. Oh, and they did not sound very good at all. Did they play? I don't want to fuck you. I don't. No, Colin, they played. Did Colin Love Farrell like Winter? <laughs> did Colin <laughs> Farrell introduce them? <laughs> it might have been, but that was the year that when I was working at Patton. Yeah, and there was that guy there who was telling everybody yeah. that he was the lead singer of AFI. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody was coming up to me like, "Dude, Adam, did you, did you hear that the lead singer of AFI is here?" I'm like, "No, I just saw him on SNL. I'm pretty sure it's the same lead singer for all the all the years they've been together." If you don't know, Adam used to work for a state hospital for the criminally insane. Yes, <laughs> they were insane and criminals. Yes, Arkham Asylum, California style. <laughs> yeah. uh, so in 2009. Uh, the band released Crash Love. And again, half of the fan base <laughs> disappeared. <laughs> but for an uh, entirely different reason, because that album is... Ooh. I like it's, that album it's a an, lot still. It's, it's an all right it's, album. It's not AFI. No. I listened to it this week again, because I was you know preparing myself for the, the new Blood one. album, yeah. And I was like, I know that Crash Love was the change yes. towards their current style. So I went that back and listened so to like, it killers and and kind of like that kind of glam rock yes it's definitely that so if i if i could put my hat on and say this is a completely different band it's not afi it's okay for this is the band crash love with their self-titled album yes it's a 10 out of 12 oh okay so it's still a pretty good album i can still listen to crash love just fine but mm-hmm. it, like it's I, of their i'm, I'm not gonna really you can split this band's discography in two, but like of their five ladder ha- ladder albums, this is the weakest. I feel like it's very close to Burials, in my opinion. Speaking I mean, of Burials, Burials is 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 very good. If you're a longtime listener of this show, apparently I'm not. 2013, uh, because we did a whole track by track review of this back in 2013. <laughs> yep, October of 2013. Yeah, I think it came out on Halloween. That year, ooh, very close to Halloween. It something might have. like that. Have to look it up. Maybe not. It was October or something. But that was my number on my revised 2013 list, which it did change. Number sixteen. You sixteen. Gave it a nine out of thirteen. Nine out of thirteen. Okay, for and for seven point two percent. For you, it's still in your top ten. It's still in my top ten. Yes, it jumped up to number ten. It's a good album. I like it. It's a, it's I, a, I like it much better than Crash Love. I feel like Burials is the refined Crash Love. Uh, now we are here four years later. Well, three years and three, three and months. Three and a half, yeah, whatever. Uh, <laughs> three and three quarters. For, for the band's self-titled album, uh, The Blood Album. Now, what was your expectation level going into this? Well, just like with every AFI album since December Underground. Wait and see. I've always... Well, except with Burials, because when they released I Hope You Suffer as a single... That was a great We song. got really excited. Mm-hmm. So I went into this one just judging it based on... Um, the snippets of the video what? I saw. I didn't listen to the song. Oh, you didn't listen to the whole but song? But I saw the snippets of the video because okay. it would play automatically on my Facebook feed. And then, of course, the, the, the band photos. Yeah. I was like, oh, God, they're looking kind of old. <laughs> um, I'm not sure about this album. But I feel <laughs> that way with every AFI kind of album. They're just, in their 40s now, I believe. Let me, but let me see this. It, you know, they were one of my favorite bands in 2008. <laughs> <laughs> Which doesn't make any that sense. That was to nine else. years ago. <laughs> Davy Havoc is forty-one years old. Holy cow! Yep. So I already he looks good for forty-one. Though. He looks good, but yeah. forty-one is is pretty old to still be making albums. <laughs> but then it reminded me, like, oh man, remember, remember, these guys were also in Extremist. 
And finally, the lead singer and guitar player from Extremis started their own band. Yes. Oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> they, 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 they recruited two other members and yes. they started another band. This is a side project for this. this, this so, Affy is the side project of the members of Extremis. I like it. So, I was skeptical going into this album because I'm just always skeptical with AFI. Mm, I was definitely skeptical, too, because their last two albums were a little... I mean, I like Burials a lot more than Crash Love, but it was still... Um, waning quality, I guess, since December Underground, at least in my opinion. Uh, so I didn't know what to expect. So now we are here, 2017. This is our first review of the year. Yes, first uh, and this album. is the first song we're gonna play of the year. This is Dark Snow. How do you get Dark Snow? Um, like putting dirt in snow, putting dirt over it, bleeding on the snow, oh. probably make it dark. Does it turn? Does it turn black? Um, probably red. Red drops upon my cup. <laughs> spill that Spoiler out alert! <laughs> uh, so this intro song is kind of par for the course, uh, kind of based on their last two albums. So, it, so already it was like, oh, this is giving me a burials vibe already. Yes. Not as good as I hope you suffer. I hope you suffer is like just great. <laughs> I don't great think you can ever get intro. to that level. But I do like this song. It grew on me more and more as it, the weeks went by. Yes. Or as the, as the listens went by. I will slightly spoiler the rest of this album, but it does not properly set the tone no. for the rest of this No, it record. doesn't. That, that's one thing I agree, I agree uh, with, yes. Yeah, so this kind of just feels like, you know, it's like, oh, okay, it's a kind of a continuation from the last album, which is fine, I guess. But, like, it's a good chorus. It's... Um, uh, well, they don't want to shoot their wad in track one. Right? Ah, exactly. <laughs> we don't want to do that. Um, shall we move on? It's, it's it's kind of a song. It's kind of a song. Yeah, it's nothing nothing special. Uh, Still a stranger. It's track two. Ooh, acoustic guitar. Ooh. I never thought extremists would do acoustic guitar. <laughs> this is very different for them. Confirm fast. <laughs> <laughs> so now I'm like, wait a minute. This is sounding kind of throwbacky. Throwbacky to 2003, 2000. Uh, that's what I was kind of sensing from a lot of this album, which is fine because it's your tenth album, yeah. And you're allowed to sound like you, yeah. By the time your tenth album rolls around, <laughs> even um, if it sounds like previous things. So I'm, I'm used to my AFI being like very like big sounding, very arena rock, very alternative rock, but this is like like the guitars at least are very like. Like punk power chords, very simple chords here and there. Um, love this chorus. Oh, I love that little, there's little, little, little dropout in the chorus. A little acoustic guitar there yeah. in the dropout. So it's it's almost like Crash Love was the transition. Yes. Burials was a, the refinement. A refinement. Even though I still like a lot of songs on Crash Love. I like, I do too. I like Crash Love. I can listen to it just fine. I, mean, I did listen to it this past week. I feel like, especially with songs like this, things melded well. On this album? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, like the, the transition is finally complete. Yeah. And like, <laughs> there's nothing else that they're going to sound like except this. If they continue with albums 11 on up. I feel like that might not be a possibility. What? We'll talk about it later. Uh, track three. Like they're done making albums? I'll let uh, Davey Havoc 
um, introduce the name of this song. Be a little while. But uh, I like track two a lot. Track two is okay. really good. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I feel like that could have been the intro to this album, though. It would have been fine. Yeah. yeah. But I did, you know, hey, notice. Davey, what's the what's the name of the song, bud? Oh, it's okay. Just come to the mic. Just let me know. Just, I mean, the, the no, listeners. Okay, are, clear your throat. Get some water. It's okay. okay. Yeah. No, sorry. Uh, oh, thanks, Davy. Okay. Thanks. Yeah, this is Aurelia. Track three. I'm sorry. That joke fell flat. <laughs> I'm really sorry about that. Flat. <laughs> so this is a low for me. Uh, I, I I think it's fine. I heard you singing this earlier. Yeah, I was. Huh. Uh, the 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 bass work in this album is amazing. Uh, have you did you catch on to the bass at all? No. At all? I haven't listened to the bass. Oh my gosh, dude! You gotta like. There's some fuzzy bass somewhere in there. There's a lot of fu- the bass work just in general is incredible. Oh, like the the bass really leads a lot of these songs. Like half, mm. at least half the songs are bass led. Mm. They're so good. Oh. Okay. Okay. So, so this one feels like there's a song on Crash Love called End Transmission. Yes. Track three, which is one of the only songs on that album I don't like. Okay. This feels like that song hmm. in a non-exciting sort of way. It's got the same structure. It's got like you know the guitar drops off, drop, drops out in you know the the verse, and it has kind of like a low the, tempo chorus. And the chorus is no more exciting than the very low key verse. It's got a cool atmosphere at least, and the the repetition of lyrics. Yeah, eh. it's just not not my thing. Yeah, I mean it's whatever. And, and a lot of these songs are super short, by the way. This is 14 tracks. The whole well, album's yeah. like 40 out, 40 minutes 46, long. 46, I believe I read. Yeah, it's, it's a pretty standard record, but like. But most of their albums have 14 tracks on them. <laughs> Do they? <laughs> the standard editions? Well, Burials had 13. I guess Crash Love had 10. But uh, Sing oh, yeah. Sorrow had 14. No, Crash Love had 13. Sing Sorrow, um, Sorrow had 12. Summer Underground had 12. Oh, my Art God. of Drowning had 15. <laughs> More tracks. Than, yeah, there's so many tracks. Very, yeah. How much did Very Proud of Ya have? <laughs> 24. <laughs> very Proud of Ya had 20. <laughs> I think that's the most they've had. Well, I will definitely be spending more time with this album, and I will listen for the bass a little bit more. Oh, yeah, please the, do. The, the, guitar is, the, the guitar has always been my standout with this band. So okay. I, I, I always thought, that the, I always thought that the, the, the guitar was nothing very special in this band's... Oh, I liked Jade Puget's. He's, he's a fine guitarist, but I've never felt like that was the highlight of his band. I always thought this band's image and the band's overall songwriting is kind of like what makes them popular. This is track four, Hidden Knives. This is a song about the game series Assassin's Creed. Nice. They're hidden knives on their wrists. Nice. This is when you have to hide the knives from the girl in your house that wants to cut herself. Mm-hmm. Or kill herself, I don't know. Look at that bass, dude. It's good. Look at that I, bass. I, my brain goes more to the guitar. <laughs> I, I can I can point out AFI guitar anywhere. Okay. Because, you know, he's been in the band for 20 years now. Exactly. But I like this song a lot. Yeah, the... the I love the... I love the... Cor- I love the, the up-tempo-ness of all of these songs. This is like the good stuff from Crash Love. Oh yeah, yeah. very this, much. This, this, yeah, this is like this is a, this is this is both a throwback and kind of a refinement of their new style. 
Uh, and it really works really well. I think it was, I think it was a, I think it was proper to call this like a self-titled album. I like it. It, it is kind of like a melding of all of their like, modern stuff from 2003 on. It's fun to see the evolution of this band. Yeah, but it's like, can they evolution again? Probably not. They're gonna be a, they're gonna be a hardcore crunk core. <laughs> They're, extremist. They're, they're writing. They're writing the next extremist album. They're just gonna call it AFI. <laughs> right. But it's like you, you can reinvent or you can sound like your old stuff. But as long as you make really hooky courses like this, yeah. Then I will give you a pass always. It's, and it's <laughs> and it's cool to know that like ten albums in, they can still write a good chorus and mm, write a yes. good hook and and just be overall like still a good creative band. And I can't remember who we who I listened to. It was like a band that had been around for a long time who basically just. You know, as soon as they would start to say, "Oh, we've already done something that sounded like that before," hmm. they like got rid of that mindset because they were just like, "It doesn't matter because it still sounds good." Yeah, right. Some good shit. <laughs> it could have been any of these bands. We listen to so many of them. Uh, the track five is uh, "Get Hurt," and I feel like we need to retire that song name because the Gaslight Anthem already wrote the best version of Get Hurt. <laughs> but in, according to this song, R.E.M. wrote the best version. Oh, really? <laughs> this sounds like an R.E.M. song. It kind of does. Uh, but it's like, that's cool. They did it in the right way. Yeah. I, I think the guitar work here is like simplistic, but it's refined. Mm-hmm. This, yeah. it's. I think, I think it pops out that way because it kind of feels like any kind of young kid could have just written this guitar. True. See, most of the generation now doesn't remember a time where REM was the most popular band in the world. So this <laughs> is a good thing. my religion. Right. And probably everybody who posts about us on Reddit and listens to our podcast doesn't remember when Losing My Religion was played over and over and over again. And Michael Stipe was like a sex symbol. Michael Stipe now looks like <laughs> like the boss level of a, fi- of a fantasy game. Yes. He has this giant the, wizard beard. He the gay boss. A gay, <laughs> a gay wizard. He's Dumbledore. Somehow that band made a name for themselves <laughs> with songs that sounded like this. Yeah. <laughs> so more power to them. But no, this song's really good. I like the song a lot. Yeah. Even, Not a lot of distortion. No, it's kind of cool it's, for them. It's a nice kind of stripped down song. It's 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 it's, it's really well written. <laughs> Let's move on to track six. I do like the above, above oh. the bridge, which is a above. sequel to. Under the Bridge? Under the Bridge by Red Hot Chili Peppers. Again, our fans aren't going to get that <laughs> reference, Mike. Damn it! <laughs> 1991 was a long time ago. <laughs> this is one of my favorite songs on this album. Oh, God. Really? Yeah. It's not yours? No, this is one that I don't like. Oh, no! How does this happen? <laughs> Contention! <laughs> okay. Is it the I bass love- that you like? <laughs> Listen to that bass! I can't hear it. It's too low. And the <laughs> chorus is great, dude. I know it's a little repetitive. But it's a great chorus. So you walk across that bridge. So you walk across that bridge. So you float upon that bridge. And I, since that day. You, you've, you've forgotten a time where The Cure was also one of the most popular bands yes. in the world. Remember Lipstick on Men? I don't. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's something David Havoc's very familiar Back with. Back in my well. day, we would... Dress like women and sing about the devil. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know what. What about this, do you not like? I, I just feel like it's it's got that that not very exciting cure esque chorus mm. that I I, I, I will give you that you the know? chorus is repetitive, but it's 
telling that story though. Saw you walk across that bridge. I saw you float upon that bridge, and I ever since that day. Cool. He says it eventually. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I, I, don't know. I like this song. It, it, that's, that's it, cool. That's the cool. song has great imagery. I think the song has a cool atmosphere. That bass, though. <laughs> that's bass. I can't believe you hadn't noticed that bass. I've always been more just in tune with the with the lyrics and the guitar. I get it. I get it. But I will definitely give the bass more of an ear. Okay. Since this is the only album I'm listening to this year so far. <laughs> Pretty much. This is the first <laughs> album on my 2017 list already. The best, worst, and honorable mention of <laughs> <Yep>. the year. <laughs> we, could just, we can just not record for the rest of the year and just have know. This, talk about this in 12 months. <laughs> uh, it, was a, it was a slow year for music. <laughs> <laughs> Track 7, So Beneath You. Now, this is probably like one of my favorite songs. This is the punkiest of the punk songs here. Very Sing the Sorrow-esque. Yeah. yeah or, I don't it's know. also kind of the art of drowning kind of... Perhaps, yeah. Punk sound, you know? Yeah, because they did some big hooky choruses on Art of Oh, Brandy. yeah, yeah. I haven't listened to it for six years, but I'm going to again. Did you just start from uh, Sing the Sorrow on this week? Is it, are those the only things that you listen to? I had listened to the third one, and then oh, okay. Black Sails. And then I came back to listen to Crash Love and Sing the Sorrow just because they sound... They're, they're more... Yeah. Now... Yeah, if Don't you're strike me down, strike me down, strike me down. If you're a fan of old school, oh, yeah, the guitar work on this is so dirty. It's so just like just a bunch of power chords. It's all just blended mm. together. It's like, oh, it's, it's a little girl's not gray. It's on, a little girl's on, not gray. On, on it's a little throwbacky. That's Very, fine. That's good. I like it. They haven't released this as a single, so it's not like they're like, <laughs> hey. Give us a hit, boys. <laughs> and they're on some weird independent label now. It's a it's a label that's owned. It's a subsidiary of Warner Brothers. Uh, but it's not like a major, major label. Hmm. A bunch okay. of jazz musicians are on this label, apparently. Okay. I looked cool. it up. Uh, I, I forgot the name of the label, too. Who cares? Well, uh, probably, I just absolutely no way to find out. It's called Concord. <laughs> Concord, yes. Concord Records. Hmm. They finally finished up all their major label. Yes, Concord Records, also known as Concord Jazz. Current artists include Billy Gibbons, the Dirty Dozen Brass Band, Marion McPartland, Kurt Elling. So please just stop talking. (laughs) Well, I thought you were a big fan of Woody Herman. (laughs) I am. He's number two on my list. Oh yeah, yeah, this, this song definitely grabs you by the balls and would be a great first single, but whatever. But you know, we'll get to the first single a little bit later. I like this bridge here too. Yeah, it's cool. It's very uh, the guitars are very spacey in this part. I really like that. Your love. Yeah, this is just an overall good song. I like this one a lot. So let's get to the current and latest single. This is track eight, Snow Cats. Not Action Cat. Not Action Cat this time. This is a sequel. This is a spinoff of Action Cat. So this was the second single? Or second first? single, yes. Okay. The third single is Get Hurt. It just came out this week. Oh, really? Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So this is a ballad. <laughs> this is the slowest song on this album. 
But again, we're just saying something because they usually do like a slower kind of ballad songs on all of their modern albums. It feels a little love like wintery, maybe. It sounds like an outro to like December, a, Underground. December Underground. Yeah, like, it sounds like endlessly, endlessly. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Endlessly, she said, "Wonderful song." Some other night, dressed in Himalayan white. Uh, I can do my Davy Havoc impression. <laughs> dressed in Himalaya white. Oh, yeah, Davy! Oh, was Davy just here, Adam? <laughs> that was a little Michael Stipe, wasn't it? <laughs> Very. <laughs> no, this song grew on me. I definitely didn't like it at first. I did. Yeah, they released this as a single before we got our press copy. I chose not to listen to it because I didn't want to. Okay. I, I wanted. I had. I was very cautiously optim, cautiously optimistic about this album, so I didn't want to listen to a song outside of the context of it. Because I already done that for a previous song and kind of soured my. It soured my initial. Uh, I soured my initial opinion of it. So it's grew on you. You like you like the song now. I do. Good. It's got a good chorus. It's. I, I don't know why. It's just hooky, sticks in my head. Yeah, it's a. I, I feel like it's one of the weaker songs on this album, but I think it works in the context of it. It flows at this point of the album too. Yeah, because you know? we're like just so, we're just over the halfway, halfway mark, and we kind of need a little bit of slowdown. We have a, had a lot of aggressive songs previously. A few. Uh, like track get hurt. Nine, dumb kids. Oh yeah. Fuzzy bass that you that you mentioned earlier. This feels maybe a little burials. Yeah, a little this like what's that seventeen song we were just listening 17 to? Seventeen crimes. Yes, feels a little bit like that maybe. Yeah. I never listened to a lot of Depeche Mode, but I always got a Depeche Mode vibe from, from burials from this band in general. Oh, in general, I can hear that. This song's gonna play well live. And this this song I feel like is the drums at their best in this album. There's some bass in there, no? Now you're hearing it. <laughs> it's a fuzzy bass. Oh, it sounds good. I know. Yeah, this is this is kind of like a short fun song. This is one of the shortest songs on this album. Uh, I like it a lot. It's uh, just yeah. It's, it's it's not it's nothing too special, but it, like it's 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 a, it's a it's a good album to throw in here, especially right after Snow Cats. Yeah. Track ten, Pink Eyes. Mm. This is my favorite track on this album. God damn, we are really off today. Oh my <laughs> god, you don't like the song? I I went back and forth on it all week long. And I just decided <laughs> to not give it a pass. Oh my gosh! <laughs> but it's like it's got a great verse. Yeah. I just I don't care for the chorus. Oh, look at that face! <laughs> I know it's got a great oh. verse. It's got a little rock lobster going on there. <laughs> it does. <laughs> Some rock lobster, of course, by Panic at the Disco. Right. Just like last January. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but then, like the chorus hits, and it's so bland. Oh, bland chorus, huh? And then it's got a great bridge. Yes, the bridge is amazing. <sighs> but I can't give a pass. I, I don't like this transition, though. Yes. It, yeah, this transition feels, seems kind of forced. Bing. Bing, 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 bing. Bing, 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 bing,
Yeah, I almost gave it a pass for that little dynamic there. The, the dynamic, the, the dynamic the is second great. Half of the I love the gang vocals and the chorus. I oh. love me some gang vocals in AFI. Yeah. It's just I couldn't give this song a pass. This song is going to play well. It's live so bad. So good. They're not going to play any of these songs live. Never. They have enough singles. <laughs> that's all they're going to play. I know. Which is what, like, I said that this was maybe a band we should see live, but I'm like... $200 tickets... I'm sure it's not that much. Souvenirs <laughs> is opening for them. Oh, that's right. <laughs> All they need is like a, a couple bucks their way. Right. But, it, I mean, granted, you know, you and I love seeing The Sorrow in December Underground, which yeah. they would play nothing but those songs. True. Throw in one song maybe from an earlier album. Yeah. Three songs from this 17 album. 17 Crimes, and then they'll, yeah, they'll, they'll, play, the, they'll play the singles off they'll of this. Be nothing off of Crash Love, I'm sure. <laughs> um, Can you name a single off of Crash Love? Some Medicaid. Here Medicaid. With me. Yeah, with me. I don't like that song. I like this song. That song has grown out of... But Beautiful Thieves was a single, right? If they had just put... Uh, if I can go on my little soapbox about the difference between December Underground and Crash Love. Uh-huh. The song Fainting Spells, which was yeah. a December Underground B-side. B-side that was released on the special edition of Crash Love, which I, I've put as number 13 on my list, so technically that album was 12. Oh, okay. So you put that, you put that on December Underground? I put it on... Crash Love. Crash Love, okay. That is the most incredible AFI song I think I've ever heard. And it's so different from that. For <laughs> I them too. Know. It's one of their most unique songs. And it would have like taken December Underground to a whole nother level. I don't know how you can just like not put that song anywhere. Dreamers is like, no, this is this is, this is different and scary. It's too good. Oh, I'm scared of change. That was one thing I wanted to do was play some some fainting spells here before we started this. But oh, I forgot. sorry. <laughs> uh, track what? eleven. That just so- seems so boring. Feed from the floor. Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry that you think that's boring. Feed from the floor. So this at first I thought this was the ending of the album. Nope, we still got four more. Got or four three more to more. go, baby. Guitar. Little cure guitar. Now this there. is cure right here. Yeah, but this is like I'm sure the cure. cure has like 17 <laughs> songs that start exactly the same. This reminds me of Love Song by the Cure, which I actually like, even though it's been which covered they too covered many times. from uh, 311. I sure did. <laughs> it's a good song. It's a great song. Yeah. It didn't need to be covered as many times as it no. has. But I do like this song. Especially by 311. That song. That band's That was terrible. the most famous 311 song. I know. It's not theirs. <laughs> Just like the Ataris with Boys of Song. I know. <laughs> Which is a shame. The Ataris is a good band. <laughs> so another little ballad here, but they seem to be doing the ballads well on this album. Yeah, they're not overdoing <clears throat> it. It's not. They don't sound forced at all. Right. Now, anybody that's still holding on for Art of Drowning is gone after this one, especially. <laughs> AF who? <laughs> 1999 forever. <laughs> I only live in 99. Limp Biscuit. <laughs> the 1999 punk scene of Ukiah, California. <laughs> yeah, this, this I feel like... Uh, Feet from the floor has one of the best choruses, of and, and I, I did notice the bass on this one. It's some good bass. Definitely. Okay, good. <laughs> I got I, I can hear it better when it's not under the distortion. Please, when you listen to this again, <clears throat> listen to the bass, especially in the first ten tracks, especially from Pink Eyes. I think you'll give Pink Eyes a yes. We'll see a, we'll a, a, a better pass. It's still the beginning of the year. This is the only album I have the entire year <laughs> to continue this evolving will be the my only opinion. Only album that we're gonna listen to the entire year now. <clears throat> right. Ooh, little drop out. 
And that, and that didn't seem forced, though. That seemed pretty natural. And basically, I mean, a lot of people have can't stand his voice. Uh, it's a it's an acquired taste. At, at this point, it's not a universally loved vocal style. Right. That was what kept me away from AFI for for the five years after seeing the Sario uh-huh. came out. Was it just like I don't think I would like his voice too much. But uh-huh. by now, I've it's 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 it is what it is. It, it is AFI. Sounds. I have to give this album. Uh, I have to knock it off a few points because it does sound overly produced, though, at this point. I don't know. Maybe it's because mm. of its age. Maybe it's because they're using a different producer. I don't know, but it sounds... Who did produce this, by the way? Uh, Jade Puget did partially. Uh, oh, that's right. I did partially. And Matt Hyde produced, uh, uh, co-produced it. Okay. Well, you know, on your 10th album, sometimes you're going to produce things. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Uh, so this is the lead single. This is track 12, White Offerings. Confirmist! I... <laughs> Do you still hate this song? I like it in the context of this record, but okay. if it shows up on the shuffle of my iPod, I'm probably going to skip it. See, this f- still sounds like Sing the Sorrow. It it's, sounds like Leaving Song Part 2. It kind of does, and it's but it sounds forced, though. This doesn't sound like a song that they naturally wrote. So, since I only listened to it in the context of the album, I thought it worked out well, and it fucking rules. And I, I immediately thought, oh, this is that video where they're wearing all white. Yes, you get it. <laughs> white, because white room, white, white room, white room. Right. So, hearing it in the context here at track twelve, yeah, I was like, oh, this song's cool. <laughs> yeah, this is a weird placement of it. I, mm-hmm. I kind of feel like this kind of belongs in the middle a little bit to kind of break up all of the the heavy songs in the middle of the album. But uh, it's it's fine. It's in the in the album. It's fine. I didn't like it when it was song. released as a single. I didn't. I, I probably won't listen to it when it's You're a... You were expecting I Hope You Suffer Part 2. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> As Every band must live up to my unreasonable expectations. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, it took you a lot of years to accept December Underground. Masterpiece. Like, when did you finally accept it? It's kind of around... like after you were sucking his dick so much. Somewhere around 2008, 9, Eight, 10. Something like that, yeah. The last time I listened to it was about 2010. Wow, really? So I'll listen to it again very soon. Okay. See where it ranks on my list. <laughs> I've got a lot of AFI albums on my best of list. Uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm sure if you're a fan of this band, you've already heard this song already. So, track 13, She Speaks the Language. She sure does. That language? Probably Mandarin. Cutting oneself. Oh. No, I'm sad. On, blood on my cup. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. This is the one. <laughs> red, red drops upon my cup. And I was like, oh, blood album. I get it. Get it? <laughs> There's drops on the album art. He's a vampire. That's right. He wants to drink drink blood blood. out of cups. (laughs) (laughs) This is one of my favorite songs. I like this song a lot. This is a great song. This is like incredibly dark and ominous. Yeah. This is like totally like Art of Drowning all the way, dude. There's nothing this slow on Art of Drowning. (laughs) Yeah, but I feel if this was on that, they'd be like, oh, wow, what a unique song for this. But it fits the tone of that, though. The atmosphere is great. I love the song. This song is also very visual. Yes. This feels more like the the middle of December Underground to yeah. me. Like that whole song about, like, I can't go outside because it's so bright. Uh, what was the name of that song? I can't remember. I can't remember either. <laughs> and also, that bass. There it is. 
Now his bass stood out so much in the earlier albums. I know this must be love. Now I know. Yeah, this is this feels very December Underground to me. Oh yeah, this is like their <clears throat> this is like their big arena rock mm-hmm. song. This was this was one of those songs on December Underground that I was like, oh, this isn't a single, but it's really good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's how you know there's it's a good album. Mm-hmm. Very nice, very nice. And it's a very slow, methodical song too. It's it's not a song that it's a song that takes its time. It builds. It really it really earns its chorus. I feel. This will keep the December Underground fans <laughs> into this band. If there's still. any of them left. Man, it's been 10 years. Yeah. Going on 11 now. Do you think they still get played on K-Rock? <laughs> <laughs> Southern California people, please comment below and let us know <laughs> if you still hear AFI songs. I know this must be love. Yeah, we don't get K-Rock out here in, in the boondocks. Really? <laughs> you and I don't. So we, I, we I would have listened to it even I know, if I got we, it. We wouldn't even know if they get played <laughs> on the radio. This must be love. We got the part two of this chorus coming up right now. Little drops upon my cup. Let me know this must be love. I love that in well into his forties he still writes songs about vampires. Like he said in twenty thirteen, I don't know where the darkness comes from that helps me to write. But mm. it's still there, and it will always be there. Wow. I've I remember never... that from 2013. Is that from a interview? I hope you suffer! Is that from an interview? Yeah. Oh, I've never heard that interview. Oh. It's one of those like alternative press. Like, hey, here's two sound clips from Davey Havoc. Oh, okay. <laughs> about the new album. Track 14. The song's the good. Final track. One of my favorites. The Wind That Carries Me Away. So once again, so you and I are on different pages. This one? I feel like this is a poor closer. Oh, I didn't say this is one of my favorites. I oh. said She Speaks a Language is one of my favorites. I'm sorry. Okay, sorry. I misspoke. Uh, yeah, 14. This is a weird closer. Yeah. This is the bass. Finally being like, what? I feel like that's just low-tuned guitar. But it might not be. <laughs> I think it's fuzzy bass, dude. Okay, that, that would make more sense since I do hear guitar in the background. Yeah. But, you know, it could be layered. <laughs> Yeah, this song never came across to me as being that great. I don't like this song at all. It's such it's such a shame that this is closes out the album. No. If they got rid of this, She Seeks a Language was the final track, which would have made a great closer. And they've been known for their great closers. Yeah. Endless. Leap. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, so. Well, yeah. then again, the last song on Crash Love is the other one that I don't like. I forget what the name of it. What song is that again? Track 11, not track... Cold Hands? Or no, It sorry. Was Mine? The one after Cold Hands. It Was Mine. Yeah. Okay. Track 12. Eh, whatever. Yeah. So th- they made some so, other good closers. It's such a shame that they ended such a strong... Remember Burials had a poor closer as well. Oh. I don't remember what the... It was like something it. about the ocean... The face know. beneath the waves. Yeah. Five minutes, 11 seconds. I don't remember if you liked it or not, but I know... I don't I remember a thing about it, which is <laughs> not a good thing. <laughs> so it probably wasn't that good. But uh, it was exactly like this. It's a very slow, not very exciting song that mm. kind of goes on for too long. Yeah. This, this, this album, I feel like, would have been 
shot up to the next level of greatness if they had like ended it on she speaks the language that would have been a great song yes i agree on. so what do you think of the blood album by Affy? It, it's 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 up there on par with everything else they've ever done it's a it, it'll technically well let's see I don't know if it'll percentagely rank higher than Burials. Oh. Nine out of 13. Okay. I don't know what that percentage is. This Nine out of 13? This what is a 10 out of 14. 10 out of 14. So For I don't now. know which, which, will, which will rate higher. Okay. So, uh, yeah, it's still like... It ties with Burials for my least favorite AFI album. Oh, besides, wow. besides the first two. Okay. But still, it's, it's great. <laughs> it's really good. <laughs> uh, I feel like this is a great... If you're, if you're, even if you're just a fan from... Of this band from 2003 on, this is a good, um, kind of like an anthology kind of record that kind of borrows different aspects from their last five albums. As long as you are out of the 90s, yeah. As long as you're out of the 90s, even like the 2000 record, they, they, there's still bits of that here it's in some of the atmosphere and some of the fastness of the songs, and it's a it's a cool it's a cool song that kind of pays tribute to the history of this band, uh, and so it does kind of some new things here and there, and like. The bass is great if you're a big fan of bass like me and I thought you were as well. <laughs> <laughs> I am, I promise. I will I will pay more attention on future yeah, the, listens. Yeah, the bass is incredible <laughs> on this album and I love it. Uh, there's some this 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 band has some of the best songs that they've ever written on this album. Um, and but you know, there's some poor things here and there, but they're not terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, so oh and also I also wanted to mention tonally, I feel like this was the album that should have been in between Sing the Sorrow and December Underground. Hmm. I feel like that, that would have been like, weird. <laughs> you, you think so? I, well, just because the, I feel like December Underground was so jarring after Sing the Sorrow. That would have been strange, but I'll take your word for it. Okay, I you, felt like Tony it might have fit and it would have transitioned into. It would have anything to like distance half of the fan base. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> and this would have done. I think that I would have like led people into December Underground a lot better. But then you know that, but that's impossible because it's 2017. That's but right. Easy. Best album ever. Are we still? Are you still sticking with best and worst albums ever? Yes. Well, I'm not you know, changing that was, it now that you're in a different frame of mind. A new year. That had nothing to do with my frame of mind in 2016. I just mm-hmm. I did that because we're on the internet, and the internet works in extremes. You're either, you're either the best thing ever or the worst thing ever. Like, By the way, if you ju- if you're just listening to our show because like you hopped on on our best albums I've ever or our end of the year list. Yeah, that's how I rank albums. <laughs> you're either the best album ever or you're the worst album ever. Kind of like the one review that said, Cold World can die, though. LOL. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite review of 2016. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm, I was, I'm, I'm, I'm glad this album turned out as well as uh, as um, as it did because I thought it was going to be kind of like, fuck you, it's January. Mm-hmm. Here's a bunch of shit we're going to send out to die. It's kind of strange that they waited till January for this album, but yeah. they did a lot of weird promotional stuff, yeah. like playing... TVs with backward sounds out of nowhere. Yes, I for, I, for I was, eight seconds. I, I was actually on Facebook at the time that that popped up. Oh, like I was watching it live. Oh yeah, I, I did was, that too. Yeah, <laughs> and it was just like a you know a staticky TV uh-huh. and weird noises Things being played backwards. And, was, and I was just yeah. like, well, I guess AFI's got a new album. Coming out. <laughs> <laughs> it was like it was like that for eight minutes. Yeah, it was. It was really long, yeah. and I just kept on saying, like, this is going to end soon, well, nothing's right? nothing's going to happen. I just so, kept on, like, I scroll off. down, and then I scroll back up again, and then, it, like, it just stopped. <laughs> <laughs> AFI is offline. Good, good. <laughs> Don't do that again, AFI. That's, that was dumb. Uh, yeah, so I'm looking forward to this. Uh, maybe next week we'll do, like, um, like a... Well, we're anticipating... 
<laughs> Holy shit, it's 2017. Mike is, is hailing Hitler while he does it. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're anticipating. <laughs> well, yeah, we don't, we don't have any new albums until the Menzingers come out in February. Yeah, the Menzingers well, coming out beginning of February. Besides souvenirs. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, that's coming out the same day as us. Uh, so pick up. I, I definitely recommend, um, I, mean, I guess both of us recommend, uh, you pick up the Blood album, Blood album coming out this Friday. Uh, if you're a big fan of AFI, I think you really like this. We could really listen like to this. One OK Rock. No. They got a song on there with Avril. I saw that. I didn't know that Uwaka until you... Chikiti. Whatever she did. Oh, my God. That's a single? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. <laughs> that was her single oh, when that, her last album came uh, out, whenever that was. That, there it is. Yeah. So why wouldn't she be on a Japanese <laughs> band's band Oh, I album? hate Avril Lavigne so much. Why? Did you see how hot she looked in that picture with them? She looks incredible. I'm not God. talking about she how She is the most incredible looks. person I've She's ever known. She's the most pandering... <laughs> Horseshit pop artist. Her and Mark Zuckerberg had words because Mark Zuckerberg talked crap on Nickelback. Really? Yes. This is on AP if you ever wanted. I never read the article. Oh, I gotta read this. I just this saw the incredible. headline. <laughs> Avril Lavigne files ba- fires back at Mark Zuckerberg. Ooh. In Hashtag your face, Nickelback Zuckerberg. <laughs> All right, so let's go ahead and sound off uh, for our first sound off for yes. this year. All right, man. So what's new with you? What, what's new with me? You got oh, a girlfriend. I do. You got pictures of her all over your Instagram. I do. You guys are like going hiking. Adam, That's... shut up. The Nintendo Switch got announced. <laughs> yeah, tell me about the Nintendo Switch. Okay, you could take a nap. <laughs> I'm gonna... you, I saw the picture of you and your daughter cuddling up in your jammies to watch the announcement. I guess that was right be, right after the, no, the horse right video. What? The horse video. Oh, right. <laughs> or the horse live after show. After she calmed her down. <laughs> after I calmed her down. Anyway, so the Nintendo Switch uh, was presented uh, via live stream this past Thursday. Nintendo like did a whole worldwide thing, oh and God. it was really cool. So they announced yes. it. They finally like told us the, the, the date. It's coming out March 3rd this yes. year. 3-3. Three, 3-3. Three. Three, three. Baby. Baby. <laughs> And the price, uh, and the price is going to be three hundred dollars in the U.S. Well, there you go, three, three, three. Uh, so this, well, there we go. Yeah. Uh, so this is the so first. Fire up your credit cards now. This is like the first kind of hybrid um, home console slash handheld because you can dock it in the little <laughs> thing and you can play it on your TV. And if you're like, oh fuck oh. this, I don't want to play on my TV. Fuck my fifty screen. <laughs> 50-inch TV. TV. <laughs> Fuck this shit. You can take it out of the little the little docking station. It has little you know, Joy-Con controllers on the side of it. And you and can get right it. into your car and drive away. <laughs> and you can <laughs> get right into your car and not pay attention to the road and die. <laughs> on your way to work. Woo! Just like everybody's always wanted. <laughs> but it, it, it seems like a very interesting thing. And, <laughs> and while we were watching the presentation, me and Zoe got really excited because there's a lot of cool things um, announced for a lot of cool games and a lot of cool concepts about yes. what the co- console is capable of, but I don't think I'm going to buy it. Wait yet. until the price comes down. I des- definitely wait until the price comes down. But the only one thing that I'm super excited for, I guess two, is was the new Zelda game, which is coming out the same day as mm-hmm. a Switch. Everybody... But it's also coming out on the Wii U, which I have. How I don't need to Zelda... play that on the go. How did Zelda become such an icon? Because I played Zelda two. And like everybody made fun of me for liking that game back when I was you know ten and eleven years old. Uh, that was back in the and, day when liking nerdy stuff was not cool. Well, no, everybody played 
played Nintendo, but they were just but not like Zelda. And I was the only one playing Zelda, and they were like, "Oh, Zelda's for fags," you know. <laughs> and I was just like, "But it's the only game I had." <laughs> like, That's I already, because you're a fag. I already played Super Mario Two. My parents won't buy me any of the other Super Mario games. <laughs> <laughs> Why is it because we don't like we don't like that the, those creatures attack Princess Peach? That's not right. That's not right. Yeah. And yeah, so but, you know, like female superior games were f- won every year back uh, in those yeah, days. Yeah, back in the days. Yeah, because back in the days, like. Games cost like eighty, ninety dollars. But that game, I remember not enjoying. I just remember playing it because there's something else to play. Uh, no, I don't think so. Okay, was that like the overworld RPG? Yeah, like you're looking from above. Oh, okay, so yeah. And I remember hating it because there was like I, I never could get past the second level or something. Oh, okay. <laughs> I played it all the time. It's a game that you really need to like pay attention and like get clues and like that was my problem get, exactly the same. <laughs> it's 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 a, it's a game that requires patience like eventually i'm gonna find this chick and we're gonna bang <laughs> that's <laughs> like, your goal then i get a little tiny boner and then i'd have to turn it off and go yep. have tiny boner <laughs> masturbation sessions <laughs> well yeah the new zelda's coming out on oh, the sorry. same day but i don't need to get it for that i can get it for my wii u and then the new mario game super mario Ar- odyssey is Ooh. coming out this winter odyssey yeah <laughs> He's coming to the real world, baby. They're running out of adjectives to throw on the end of it. They kind of are. They kind of are. But like the concept of this new Mario game is, it looks really cool and really fun. Okay. It's got me and Zoe really excited. Does it ever not look really cool and really fun? It's Mario, dude. I know. When has they ever? So good. When has it not been looking fun and good? When you've seen the hype. New Super Mario Brothers U. Mm, that didn't look fun and good. Garbage. Okay. Okay, it's not garbage. It's like just not fun. Okay. Well, anyway, uh, so it's, like, it's the crash love of yeah, it's the crash love of Mario games. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't need to buy it right away. Um, I agree. If you buy it, tell sure. us all about it. <laughs> tell, tell us all about it, baby. It's so great. The, yeah, the I'll, controller I'll looks like the '80s controller. No, the, the, the the controller looks like like one of those little pocket vibrators, actually. Ooh, nice. Yeah. You can shove it right in your cooch. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I can play Mario with no hands. Uh, yeah. So I'm I, I'm glad that I know the price and I'm glad I know everything <laughs> <No> about. <hands. laughs> Sorry, I just got the visual. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't need to buy it right away. Okay, so what's what Good are job. you sounding off? Well, <clears throat> I'm, I haven't listened to any other music, but you are working on your greatest albums, albums of, of all time. time. So, do you want to bring up my my word document? Okay, it's like four pages long. <laughs> Where is it? Let's see. Okay, me, you do that. Let me click over here. And Microsoft Word. Have you heard of Microsoft Word? Mm-mm. 2007. I like Microsoft Paragraph. <laughs> I prefer that one. So, top 100 albums. Ooh, file cannot be found. <laughs> God damn it. Did your wife... <laughs> well, Did your wife move your shit? No. Let's see, where is Mike's it? Mike's bio from 2012. Oh, yeah. Do you ever want to read that? What is that? We were going to do bios back in the day, remember? For this podcast? Yeah. Oh. Okay, well, do you want to wait while I go into my email? Sure. You can edit this out. <laughs> but yeah, did you ever read your, your bio? Remember when I wrote your bio back in oh, 2013? Oh, yeah. You we did were gonna write put me it, something. Yeah. We were, we were going to put it on our webpage. Yeah. What did, why, why did we do that? Because we were going to have, have, we we're going to write each other's biographies. Ah, oh, man. Why won't this open? Well, I don't know. Press OK. A dialogue box is open. What? Closed dialogue box. There Aha. you go. Aha. Okay. So, wow, look at that. Okay, so of course I just took the top ten lists of my last five years. Uh-huh. So 
Again, none just... of these are in order by Nothing. anything yet, but go down to about right here at Aaron West. Yep. That's where it starts okay. of all of the other albums. Yeah, so all of this is like your 2016 and so on. 2012 through 2016, yeah. exactly. Oh, so wow. from number 55 all the way down to number 186, <laughs> I am I am absorbing these albums and I am rating them with my rating scale. Hmm. All the albums that I've listened to throughout my entire life, including I threw the Doors albums on there. Oh. Even though I hadn't listened to them. Four Counting Crows albums. Four Counting Crows albums. All all six Doors albums. I've only listened to two so far. They're really good. <laughs> but I hadn't listened to the Doors in 15 years, probably. Like, a long-ass time ago. I'm I, sure you've put pretty much every Gaslight Anthem album on here, too. Yes. Yeah. Makes and sense. as you can tell, they're all perfect. <laughs> now, what's going to be fun is going through and ranking all the perfect albums Ooh. and figuring out which one is higher than which, yeah. as well as like all of the 11s out of 12s. And basically, I'm only leaving an album on this list if it has an 80% or better. Okay. And then I'll probably end up deleting yeah, that's know, fair. 80% several of them. Or higher is, is, is fair. So it goes all the way down to from Aaron West all the way down to The Used. Oh, wow. You put a lot of rights against in here. Well, Oh, you haven't scored these yet. Okay. I haven't scored them yet. But I put all the albums on there because I like all those albums. <laughs> Granted, where they all rank, oh, I don't know. Thank you so much for putting all the Thursday albums in here. Yes. And pretty much all the Thrice albums as well. Yeah. Oh. Because I can't put Alchemy Index on this because they're all EPs. You can count that as one. They don't count. You can count those as one. They or don't two. count. They don't count. Fuck you. <laughs> and besides, like... You know, none of them are a perfect six out of six. Eh, no. A wind, like, wind is probably my favorite, but even that's not a perfect Yeah, album. it's like a four out of six. Yeah. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> oh, you put artwork by the U's. Remember, I like that album, oh, but right. I haven't listened to it since 2010. We so, kill the women, <laughs> kill the children, kill the babies, kill the babies. God damn it, I say we kill them so, all. I basically threw an album on here if I remember liking it, okay. even if I hadn't listened to it for a long time, so That's I can go fair. back and listen to it and to figure out like, okay, I do like this album, okay, I don't like this album, or it's a 80% or better. That's so, fair. That's fair. I'm only up, I just started on Sum 41 today. Ooh, I can't wait for you to check out Sleeping with Sirens. I already did. Oh, one of those albums was deleted from the okay. list. <laughs> you still have two more to go. No, I only have one more to go oh, okay. because feel okay. and kick me when I'm down never made the list. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, their first album was an eight out of nine. I'll just put that out there. Oh, okay. Wow. <laughs> it's a good album, actually. Sure. <laughs> but their second album is not nearly that good. Okay. So, yeah, there's a lot of albums I'm getting through. Wow, and I still man. have about 50 more to go before I'm done. So... <laughs> Are we going to do like a special episode on this when you feel I like you're done? I have or? no idea. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what we want. I want to do with this. Because I kind of got you doing this because I told you that I was making a movie for myself and I haven't touched it in like a couple weeks. Because uh, you've been too busy with the females. And also, this, and also all the episodes that we've been doing and stuff like that. So right. I, I'll, I'll, I mean, now that we have kind of like a lull, we're waiting for the Menzingers to come out. We, I can probably work on this too. That'll be all right. So all far, right. I'm, I'm entering what week? I started this on December 20th. Mm-hmm. What are we now? January 16th today? Yes. Yes. That's a day. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's taken me almost a month to get this far into it. Cool. And I still have 50 more albums to go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I look forward to hearing your updates on that because uh, that's a massive undertaking for the both of us. But thank you guys for checking out this episode today. Uh, please go check out the the Blood album by AFI if you get a chance. I'm sure by now uh, it's going to be streaming on like YouTube and Spotify and all that stuff. It's so, great that it comes out the day that Trump is elected oh or my you know God. inaugurated. 
It's going to be a great soundtrack to to this <laughs> white wonderful offerings. <laughs> <laughs> All the white people there. Oh, let's just end the episode right there. That was perfect. You know, <laughs> you you know there's going to be neo Nazis at the inauguration. I I read somewhere, like on like Reason TV or something, that uh, there's going to be more protesters than actual people attending the uh, inauguration. Interesting. That's I wonder if Marie Osmond will be okay. Oh no! Is she the one performing? <laughs> She's one of the only ones that agreed to perform. <laughs> mm, mm. So why don't you play music at the end of our episodes anymore? By the way, because uh, it takes more time to edit. I don't like how you say "bye." Click. Okay, I'll put a. <laughs> but song fine, in. you don't have to. I'll put. I'll put. If you want to lower us to the standards of the rest of the melting pod. No, I'll put. <laughs> I'll put the proper way to end this episode uh, with probably the best AFI outro ever. And I you'll have to tune don't in. Wanna fuck you. <laughs> oh, there we go. I'll do that. Okay. You did that at the end of episode sixty-nine, which was great. Oh, good. <laughs> Thank you. Wow, you're really good. Good memory. I just listened to that not that long ago. Oh, really? Because it's still on my iTunes. <laughs> <laughs> you purr. All right, guys. We'll see you guys uh, next week. We'll